Hey, you're listening to the Storm Report. This is Chris and Tim. Today we're going to be talking about our vape stories, among other topics. Um, so, yeah, what's going on, Tim? How are you? Doing good. We uh, just having a good day. The weather's a little bit wonky, but, you know, we're making do and hanging out on Zoom. Yeah. Uh, so do you want to start with your buffet? You want to tell us everybody what you're vaping on? Well, I'll start with this. Cause this bad boy's waked up. <laughs> there you go. And I got the the bad boy RDA on the uh, on an Aegis Legend with that has pony on acid in it. And then I got the H Cigar VT two fifty with the Mike Vapes Rebirth Hardy RTA on it with uh, bottled violence vanilla custard in it. And then you got the Quad Flex kit that I went off the um, charity stream with the baby misfits um, built still in the RBTA section uh, build with the Velez in it. I love Velez. And that's also on an Aegis. Then I have the um, Neutron RDA and kind of flipping that between the Aegis. Uh, I mean, the AV, AV uh, Able Stack Tube and the AV Chubby Stack Tube. That thing's um, huge. You could knock someone out with that. You could definitely knock someone out with that. <laughs> and that's got um, the Hit That Juice Banana Gasm in it. Nice. Then I have the Tenacious TX Unicorn um, with the, with, that's got a goon on it. And the Goon 1.5, sorry, not the OG. And that's got Turkish Harvest in it. And that is all I actually have batteries in at the moment. Oh, no, I also have the Nova um, over here with the Profile Unity on it with the Blueberry Lemon Juice Head. And that is all I have batteries in. Are you sure? Is that it? Because last night you had like a two-hour. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, there's more here, but the, I mean, the batteries are on the charger, so I can't use them all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And I'm rocking the Notion with the Vapeflies Galaxy with some Mitch Hoggart juice. Uh, if you need any DIY liquid, I'd highly suggest going to uh, hitting up Mitch on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, his juice is amazing. He has a plethora of juices to wet your palate. So uh, I'm using the Luna Squonk with the furnace. And in that I have uh, Villain Vapors Dillinger. It's a caramel vanilla custard. And then I have the Dot Mod Squonk. In that I have Mr. J's Vapor Solutions um, Mexitrates. It's a churro pastry. And uh, I have the Gen with the TM24 Pro. And in that, I'm rocking another Mitch juice. It is strawberry custard, three milligram. And then I have the vert with the Ohana and the, uh, I never know how to pronounce this. SVRV, serve, swerve. Is that how you pronounce it? SVRF, balanced. Yeah. SVRF. That's the coconut cream yep. one. And then I, yeah, I, I have divine. It's the strawberry uh, cream tart. I did forget one that I do have here. Yep. I've also got the uh, clutch mod with a uh, battle cap with a mod father with the Reaper on it. 
um, a battle deck with a Reaper Nod Father on it, and I'm running Georgie in that. I forgot about that one. It's kind of hidden here because it's so small. Georgie. That's, is that the which, which one is that? Is that the that's the um, Fudge Sunday? Is it's, it good? Uh, it's really good. That's that's my favorite right now, as far as like go to. I can't keep myself away from it. I'm running out fast. <laughs> I know a lot of people rave about it. Uh, Overdrive raves about it. Uh, James raves about it. Uh, everybody that has, that's tried it has raved about it. So it's the fudge. Try. It's the fudge in it. It's. I've never had such a good fudge in a vape juice. It's just, mm, it tastes just like, it reminds me of cocoa fudge. You know, like that coke, when you make a homemade cocoa and it almost tastes fudgy. It's yep. that type of flavor. All right. Well, we did up a phase. Now we're going to get into our, uh, our vape stories. You want to go first, Tim? Or you want me to go first? I can go first if you want. All right. Well. Um, mine's a little bit strange compared to normal vape stories. I started off, um, Vaping because my doctor wanted me to try CBD because painkillers don't work for me because I have an instant tolerance for painkillers. So they just, it's pointless to take a painkiller. And I'm talking even opiates, narcotics, it doesn't matter. Um, so he sent me to the dispensary to check out the um, CBD. So I got an O-Pen with a cartridge. And my first one was um, Grape Ape actually and i picked up a great ape and i picked up a pineapple express um and they helped some so i went with those and then i got the refillable cartridge too and i went up going to the vape shop and checking it out to see if it, i could get some cbd there because i didn't want to run all the way to the way down the dispensary and i don't want to use the, the gas station stuff so i went in there and i wound up Eventually being more exposed to it, I got some CBD um, uh, liquid. But then I wound up getting exposed to like some of those flavors in there and stuff and tried some, got to get to know the people in there. It felt like a community. That's something that I'd never experienced before. Like since I was a teenager back when my grandmother used to go to hang out this bar and I used to work there because I had a restaurant in the back. And that actually, it had that mentality that like way back, backwoods bar mentality feeling where everything's quiet, everybody got along, it was great. And then I had some issues with, uh, with eating and stuff and trying to lose some weight and stuff. And my other half is diabetic and she had issues with her diabetes and we were trying to figure out a way to drop the food caverings and we decided to try vaping. And that's when we first started that. And we got, we both got, um, what is that tank? It's the, wish I'd thought about this ahead of time. The um, Falcon, the original Falcon tank. And we each got one of those and got a couple of Teslas. I got a single battery Tesla for my first one. She got a dual and then dual, not the Tesla, but the one that's like the Tesla. And that helped in the flavors, curb the food cravings a lot. Cause we tried a couple people's before that and it really started working. And over time we realized it and we increased our vape gear and stuff. But over time we realized that also the nicotine helped with our headaches. Cause we both used to get the pressure headaches from when your pressure changes outside, we get yeah. terrible headaches and the nicotine could was work just like caffeine. It kind of took the headache away. Yeah. And then I realized like I got put on an inhaler for cold weather induced asthma that, I was always suspecting I had some sort of asthma, but they didn't know until 
after I had a heart stent put in, which was after I started vaping. But it had nothing to do with vaping. It was it had to do with when I was a teenager and low blood sugar issues. Um, so you so have a heart stent after you quit smoking? So yeah, I quit, smoke? I quit smoking 10 years ago. Oh, okay. 10 years ago. And I, so that's why I'm saying mine's different. It really wasn't started because of smoking issues. Right. But it, but my blood pressure with my heart stent, we found that vaping dropped my, uh, the, I was only vaping a little bit at that point, not like a regular thing. And then my blood pressures when we were testing them, when I was vaping and doing the routine, just picking up and just, you know, that soothing feeling of having that repetitive motion and doing that. Yep. And the vaping was dropping my blood pressure considerably. So my doctor was on board with me actually vaping at that point, which, and then we found out that the menthols help with my cold weather induced asthma better than my inhaler did. So it's like vaping's not just beneficial to just smokers, but yet it, is beneficial right. in a lot of ways. And plus it, she used to get sick and have bronchitis once a year. And I always got sick at least once or twice a year since we've been vaping. We don't get sick. It's right. like amazing how much it helps. I've, and I've noticed since I've, um, since I've been vaping, I haven't ended up in the hospital. I know we were talking about that last night. Like we haven't been sick. We haven't like, I haven't ended up in the hospital with asthma or anything since I've started vaping. So, I mean, it's doing something right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Isn't it amazing how it helps with the asthma? I mean, I would have never thought of that as. Yeah. A, like, but like I said, we were talking about it last night. Like I would smoke a menthol cigarette when I couldn't breathe. And like everybody around me was like, why, why are you even smoking a cigarette if you can't breathe? I'm like, it's the menthol that helps me breathe. You know what I mean? It just, it just clears it. Something in the menthol, the helps me breathe. It opens my airways. It, it just, it and works. That's exactly the feeling I get too. Cause I can yeah. feel my, I can literally feel it. Like when it's cold outside, I can feel my chest. I can strict when I, as soon as that cold air hits it, but if oh, I, kill, kill vape, like it opens it right back up. It's like instantly. It's like amazing. So yeah. I usually carry my caliber around with, I have wild, a uh, thing, a wildfire that was a messed up run of it, but it's really high menthol. It's yeah. an accidental run. So we got it at a discount, but I picked up a bottle of that and I keep that in the caliber and perfect. Have have you tried Ben from uh, Rescued? I ordered it today. I got oh, you did? Good, good. I have we have Ben, but I ordered the Benthol literally like the Benthol. Yeah, that's what I meant. Less than an hour before the show. Yeah, that'll uh, that'll help because uh, I got a bottle of it, and like every time I couldn't breathe, I would just keep it in uh, a dripper. And I would just drip it and just take a couple of it. Like you were saying, and um, one of our other friends was telling us this that the hotter you vape it the cooler it the more cooling effect it gives so that's actually gonna be a good one yeah because it's not actually it's not actually a menthol that's a culotta is what i was told today right yeah i mean it works it, i mean it works for me it's better than sucking down an inhaler and you know what i mean so those inhalers are expensive anyway. for one and two they're not as effective right it's and just if a, i don't remember to do it before i go outside it doesn't really work right yeah it, it, it's just uh uh right now kind of thing it works like if you like you have to remember to take it before you go outside you know what i mean or you have to remember to put it in your pocket or you know what i mean like you always have a vape on you so you can always have yep that menthol on you you know what i mean so when you go out yeah, like, caliburn's like, easy Caliburn or something or did you get the um oh they don't have a salt nick for um 
uh, benthol. They only have it. In, did you get a, a like a six or did you get a um, three? I believe mine's just a three. It, okay. I don't need the nicotine to help so much with that when the going out is just the, although that's an interesting news topic for later too, that whole possible nicotine taking the place to block yeah. certain yep. thing. Yeah. yeah. So uh, when you, uh, you were on the part about you got your uh, Stenson and then uh, what happened after that, after you got your Stenson? When you After got my stents, uh, vaping actually, because I had to start monitoring my blood pressure constantly because the stent thing was weird because they couldn't find anything on EKGs and stuff. My body adapts really well. So it was kind of on a, I knew something was wrong. I knew what happened. It had blocked and let loose because I'd taken the aspirin like I was supposed to because I used to be an EMT years ago. So I knew what to do. I knew what was going on. Right. And But at the same time, just like before I'd been in the hospital before it, I'd felt some of these weird feelings and they kept sending me home because my body adapts so well. The only thing I had was a semi high blood pressure when I was in the hospital, but they couldn't, I mean, but since my son's death, and that's the other thing it did help. Vaping also helps me with my depression issues from that, from my son's death and stuff I dealt with for years. Right. But they helped. I went in there and they were going to send me home and a marker came back. This little higher is the only reason I actually went in and got the option to either do a stress test or going to have it, have it surgery done because it, I was sure there was something wrong. I had a 90% blockage in my Widowmaker. Should have been dead in five minutes. I dealt with it for three days while doing heavy labor around the house. Oh wow. Digging trenches, digging new water line, <laughs> doing a lot of work. And that's just, guy. I'm one of those stubborn jackasses. That's all there is to it. Jesus. So it's just like you just tough, you just toughen. So like, did you have the chest pain and everything too? Oh yeah. I felt it crack. I thought it cracked my um, cartilage in my chest is what it felt like at first for those first three days. And you just kept felt it. Like, just kept and I just working through it. Yeah. I, oh. If I felt it a little bit, I just like eased up for a second, but I kept going. That's just me being stubborn. Like the way I am. <laughs> now, like I look at it as like, it's the man thing in us. Like, we, we don't want to go to the hospital. We don't want to go to the doctor because I hate doctors. Even though I have all of my health problems, I hate going to the doctors. I know I have to. I still hate them because they're, you know what I mean? Like, but I just. It's well, just, mine is also too, after my son's death and the fact that there's a malpractice suit and stuff after that, I just had bad anxiety to the hospitals. So there was no way for me to go to the hospital without having a high blood pressure at the hospital, even a doctor's appointment. Right. Because now, do you that. take do you take medication for your uh, anxiety and depression, or do you, do you just? I did. I mean, I don't anymore. I haven't for years. I found that it was. I mean, it was causing other health complications. Like I was having bad acid reflux. My stomach lining was starting to get a little bit messed up, yeah. and so I just wound up not being on that because I found coping mechanisms and stuff that work. Like for one, I. I learned to meditate. I started teaching meditation classes. I learned Reiki and I also am certified to teach that. So right. it's like these things help me cope with it better than my anxiety medications did. Um, and so I got off the medications, but vaping caused even more calming for me and less of the depression. Right. And the community at the shop and stuff, and now even more so as we, you know, as well as I do with like this online community. Yeah. 
it's just there's no way to describe it other than it's just pure gold to someone who's having depression and anxiety issues it is what you like need. i can reach out to i can name i'm not going to name them because uh but i can name at least a handful of people that i could reach out to when i'm, I'm having issues or anxiety and they, they can talk me through it or they can you know what i mean uh um give me suggestions on how to deal with it or um just just be there for me or like and i bet you could do the same thing you could name a couple people that you could just they talk did. to um i've been going to hearings for vermont new hampshire for several months new hampshire i had stopped it for a while by just making one little five minute speech i stopped them from pushing the band for a while um and I was going to New Hampshire and then Vermont and trying to balance the two. But then I started focusing on just my state, Vermont, because New Hampshire was going pretty well. And I was going every week and I was getting to the point of rock bottom just before the COVID thing came out. And if it wasn't for finding the Discord and Zoom, like the Stooge one, if James hadn't invited me in and tried to get me in there, I would have went through some severe depression. I could feel it coming. There was no question about it. It's just all the stress of all these politicians and their agendas and you wanted to say something else i could see it in your in you i want to say something else (laughs) yeah i'm just but the agendas and stuff they're trying to push in the stupidity level of the way they're trying to push them and why it's just because they're trying to do a full-out ban here like we're talking possession ban here is what they're pushing yeah, like, like if you have a bottle of juice and a mod on you, you get arrested. Like, come on. Yeah, you, you get arrested, you get fined for just having e-liquid on you. Yep. If it, I mean, if it's in a closed bottle, it hasn't been opened, they can't really do anything. But as soon as that bottle's cracked or it's in a tank or a usable form, it's a fine is what they had going on. It's like, And it wasn't a small fine. We're talking at first it was like $1,000, $250 to $1,000 for the first offense, up to $5,000. For a bottle of liquid? Yeah. Like I mean, this stuff saves lives. I don't know why people just don't get this. Like they already they already passed the ninety two percent tax before this ban thing started. They did it a few months before. So there's a ninety two percent wholesale tax in Vermont already. So you already have hardly any vape shops in Vermont. Fortunately, I live right next to the border. My local shop was actually in New Hampshire. That's why I was fighting for both states. Right. Um but with a ninety two percent tax already. And the reason they haven't made any money off it yet is because it pushed everybody out of state. Now, with what's going on in New York right now, Vermont stands to make a lot of money off that. 92% sales tax, a lot of border towns and stuff, people in New York, they won't be able to get it either way other than hop the border. I mean, they'd be at this point in time, like once, I think it's July 1st, it kicks in for that um, budget ban push through. Once that kicks in, I have a feeling you see these small vape shops that are left, the ones that are left like in Burlington are going to get hammered and they're going to make a lot of money and revenue off this a lot. Yeah. We're going to make a, a crap. Like even stuff, even some of the stuff that like New York put in the bill that they just passed a couple uh, was it last month? Was yeah, it? Yeah. You mean the 3 a.m. If you don't show it's an automatic yes vote? You mean yeah. In the- yeah. That one, that one. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't believe that there's, I don't see any way that they actually push this and you don't have a corrupt judge. It's not going to say that's not legal. Right. I'm sorry. I do not yeah. understand how. I, I just don't understand how people can view this as a bad thing. Yes. Kids shouldn't be doing it, but it's, this is for adults to stay off of cigarettes. You know what I mean? Like this saved my life. Like vaping saved my life. 
I have a I have a like a wristband that I wear that I wear and it says vaping saved my life and it absolutely did. You know what I mean? It saved my life. Yeah, it's it's it saved my life. It's just like I don't know where I'd be without without vaping today. The people I've met. Every adult needs a crutch and kid. Yeah. I mean, it happens. Almost every. I won't say every because that's a little too generic. But most do. Like for one thing, I mean, for pain and stuff like that before. I mean, occasionally I'd have some, I'd have nights where I drank pretty, pretty good amount. I mean, I didn't drink constantly, but when I did drink, I drank right. and it helped and pain some for a little while. And since I've been vaping, I hardly drink. I mean, I'll drink once in a while just because, you know, it, I'm having a boring night. Why not? I'll have a drink or two, but I don't drink like I used to right? at all. I mean, that's, I mean, and you think of all the addicts and stuff that switched over because of vaping. There are people that stop using heroin for vaping. I mean, you think about that. That's how powerful this is as a health harm reduction, like alternative. Yeah. It's just, and just people just want to be like, nope, it's bad for everybody. Stop it. Don't do it anymore. Go back to cigarettes. Like when Cuomo said, yeah, vaping is safer than uh, smoking. But so what? I wanted to punch him. Who can say that? Is is taking vaping safer than uh, cigarettes? Technically, yes, but so what? How is he still in office? How has no one thrown him out for something? I mean, that's not the first time he's made a comment like that, but that was blatantly like admitting that something's good and then just, who, who cares? Yeah, like, care eh, whatever. I can say what I want. I'm in the office. It's like, just like and, with the way he pushed like the now, agenda. He I'm, tried pushing at first the, um, you know, tried doing the martial law thing. That didn't work. The courts overthrew it. He yep. tried pushing it through legislation. It wasn't going fast enough. It might not even go through. So what's he do? He pushes a budget ban bill as soon as a pandemic's going on and nobody could say a damn thing about it. It's like, that is the shadiest practice of anything I ever ha- heard of. And this guy here is the same one. He didn't have enough respirators for the virus yep. in his state. Had to beg other people. And he knew for years and had been quoted on that years ago that he was going to get them and never did. Masks. And then he didn't have enough masks either. Didn't have enough of anything. And then the same guy pushes all this and he wants to go for president someday. Yeah. He the second I heard the, that, I, I flipped out. I went, no, 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 How no, is no, he no. not on probation or in jail for this, for the lives he has either made worse by health, health issues or with this going on right now, you got the suicide rates are going to go up for people that are already anxious and depressed because of the pandemic. Yeah. going in and then on top of that you got levels and levels and levels of going through forced withdrawal in this suicide rates mental health issues are going to go up people dying just because they're going back to smoking all these things are happening and somehow he's going to get off scot-free he's literally killing people yeah. how is that not like an offense that could get him arrested or anything held against if, if anybody else did it like if i did it or you did it we'd be in jail we would have been in jail i mean we would have been in jail long ago but he's a politician and politicians are exempt from all criminal behavior and that's i mean they say they're not but they are they're exempt from all criminal behavior they can do whatever they want whenever they want and not get in trouble for it and not go to jail you well you're in mass right i'm in uh, maryland you're i'm in from maryland. mass but i'm, I'm in maryland you're right from now. mass that's what it was called baker and mass he followed, I mean, everybody's like the Massachusetts people for a long time. They're always blaming Baker for everything. You realize that the only reason Baker did what he did 
was because Cuomo went and talked to him and talked him into it. Yeah. Yeah. Cuomo started that too. It's just that Baker's didn't get stopped. Whereas Cuomo's did. That's the only reason he was more of a martyr than the other. Yeah. It's just, I don't like, I wasn't there when Baker was, I, the last governor that uh, I was there for was Deval Patrick and he was, wasn't the best, but he wasn't, I mean, he wasn't the greatest. He wasn't the greatest. He wasn't, he wasn't good. He wasn't when bad. When I was in New York, guess who was, uh, when I left my, I grew up in New York and moved to New Hampshire, Vermont area, back and forth a little bit um, for jobs is why I left. Cause upstate New York, real upstate New York near Fort Drum, Watertown area, there's no jobs. Yeah. Um, they're all getting outsourced. I worked at paper mills and stuff up there and they just closed them down. Right. So when I moved out here and stuff and I had Mario Cuomo, which is this Cuomo's dad and Mario Cuomo was just as bad. I thought until recently with the current actions of um, this Cuomo. No, he's not. His dad wasn't even this bad. It, so, it is, and what's his name? Andrew? Is that his, is that his first name? Yeah, Andrew. Andrew. So Andrew's yeah. worse than his father. Oh, well, it might be because of this day and age and he could do things quicker. Right. But yeah, his, his dad was a terrible, it was all about the city and what he could do for the city so he could get the votes. Were you there when the Hillary the state, was the, the city and the country sees it this way too. I see it whenever I go, the city is a very small part of that state. There is a huge part of the state. That's mostly farmland where I grew up more yeah. cows than people literally. And these people, they don't, they don't care about, they never have never been a concern for the governors. And, but Mario and Andrew, they just, focused on that city of Mario. Andrew just wants to be a hero so he can use it in New York state as a stepping stone to try and become president. And he somehow he's trying to make himself a hero by doing really terrible deeds, <laughs> terrible things. He's killing people. And somehow he's trying to swing that and turn that around into a positive for his campaigning. How, why, who would vote for him? I mean, I don't even know. There's people out there that vote for a duck if you, if you, if he said, "Hey, I'll give you a thousand dollars a month." Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if if you say it enough and it 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 sounds good, they'll vote for him. You know what I mean? And yeah, it, but that, that's, that's sad. He, somehow like, he's playing. Well, he did this. He did that. It's like, but look at all the yeah. Look, yeah, he did this and did that. But look at look look at this this and this. Look at all the shitty shit stuff he did. You know what I mean? Well, I'm saving New York from vaping. No, you're killing people by forcing them to go back to smoking or, you know, cancerous smoking products. Right. You're killing people by causing extreme withdrawal and anxiety issues and potential suicide situations in the middle of a serious pandemic where there are already isolation and anxiety rates are at all time high and depressions at an all time high. How are you saving anyone? You're creating I mean, you guys, you're doing a Darwin effect, survival of the fittest, but yeah. that does not make it okay. And like, you know what I, you know, I was watching, I was watching uh, the news, the the national news a couple, a couple weeks ago and uh, Bill de Blasio and Cuomo were fighting over if they were going to open the schools or not. Like he, Bill de Blasio was like, I'm closing, I'm going to keep them closed. And Cuomo was like, no, we might reopen them. Like, 
why would you reopen the schools if this if you're in an ongoing pandemic and you're you just said in your sentence before that that you've had the highest number of people deaths in the country on in that week you know what i mean like why would you want to open the schools and make the kids susceptible to that you know what i mean like why would you do that simple but so what yeah he doesn't exactly care. but so he what doesn't care about i can do what i want citizens he just wants to be in someone's eyes the hero nationally so he can get that push for presidency later that's yeah. all he wants and People everyone's saying matter. it's going to be him and hogan which is the governor of of uh maryland larry, uh, larry hogan uh, it's like Bloomberg and all the stuff he did. Oh, he did this for New York City. Yeah, he made it this ridiculous, like fat-free thing. Couldn't have soda. You couldn't have side, paper bags. Size, and... Paper bags. I mean, the ridiculous things he went off of. And then it comes out with all this weird stuff that you find out about him in his past and the things he's done yeah, he's when he goes through his presidency. And he thought he was going to be president just because he kept throwing money at people. And yeah. against vaping, he I don't even know why he has such a vendetta against vaping bloomberg i don't understand that at all other than the fact i've heard that there is something to do with he might actually have his own vape line coming out later i mean i don't know if that's truth to that but it is something i, I read an article about that a while back it might have been one of those articles that someone just wrote because they're just you know speculating Pissed. could yeah. be a tinfoil hat moment just to <laughs> <warn>. <laughs> oh man i didn't bring my tinfoil hat today God damn it. Yeah, you want a tinfoil hat moment, look into some of those things. Like, uh, you know, our Australian buddy has posted before. Yeah. Our modified liberty buddy. Um, yeah. He posted a link to something that, like, that um, the South American March thing they had with all those people moving and stuff like that. And there's a 10 video series or something like that on it. And it's really interesting because these people are supposed to be walking like 45 miles a day including when women and children, they're in flip-flops and they're not even dirty after like 15, 20 days of walking 45 miles a day. They don't look malnourished. They don't look sickly, nothing. Damn. I, it makes you wonder. I mean, that seems very staged to me. Where, where did he post it? He posted it in our uh, the Stooge Discord a while back. And they let him? <laughs> they let him post that kind of stuff? Oh, it was just in the lounge. Just food for thought type thing, I think. Shout out to Mo. I love you, buddy. Always. Good day, guys. 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 <laughs> that um, was my fault, though. So even though we pick on Mo for it, it was me. That was all me. <laughs> it was funny because, like, me <laughs> and Overdrip and um, I forget who else was in the Jay, uh, Raging Vapor, were in the room. Shout out to Jay. Fucking asshole. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were uh we were all in the the uh discord zoom room and uh all of a sudden we had good day guys good day guys good day guys good day guys we started dying when that happened but i mean everybody has dangle clacks like we'll probably have a dangle clack on this show you know what i mean like what up, what up? yeah uh, i've been working on it i mean um by the way mo and i figured out the audio thing so everybody will be even next time i just didn't feel confident doing it in the middle of the stream when it was still running as a stream considering the last few weeks when i've had problems so. <laughs> At least now you know what to do. Yep. So. And I'm going to work on trying to get some, you know, bumpers and maybe an intro, a proper intro and stuff. <laughs> OBS is not exactly user-friendly if you've never used it before. So <laughs> yeah, I have, uh, what is it, OBS and uh, 
Streamlabs. I've well, they both are basically the same thing, right? I don't know. I never use Streamlabs. I don't know. Everybody says use Streamlabs. Um, I don't know. I use I have both on my computer just in case. I mean, not a bad I know idea. Zoom I know people have used OBS and it went down, and they had to switch to Streamlabs because of it. Like it, when they started their shows. Yeah. Did you get the Zoom fixed? I don't know. We'll have to try that later. I can't test it myself because it works fine for me. It's getting yeah. you guys to come into mine. Right. Yeah, like, it did just help kept us out with that. Stuff. It just kept, I know we're getting off subject, but it's whatever. It's just, it's our first show. We got to work out the kinks. Um, we, we, uh, like it just kept saying like participant is in another meeting. And then you kept telling me like I would bump out and bump in and then it would be like, Oh, participant, uh, is, um, has to let you in. And I'm like, um, okay, well, uh, yep. And then like just wouldn't, it wouldn't do anything. I was like, all right, well, okay. Another another shout out to Mo for fixing that by letting us use his yeah, use the Zoom, on, and then I just pick it on, mate. Yep. So uh, would you can because I see your uh, don't tread on me thing. Would you consider your? I know everybody everybody links that with conspiracy theories. Do you consider yourself a conspiracy theorist, or do you believe in conspiracy theories and all that stuff? Like you could. I'm not really down that rabbit hole. I try to be on the like it's possible theory, but not like pushing it theory. Uh, the don't tread on me flag for me, this actually was hanging in my yard for years. Yeah. I, I, I've always hung this. Um, it's more like for me, it's the original theory of it. You know, it's, you know, let me live my life the way I want to. Let me have my liberties and freedom that I want to do. And if it's something that affects someone else and potentially endangering somebody else, fine, step in. But I'm, but if I'm minding my own business, leave me the if fuck I'm minding my own business, doing my own thing, and I'm not hurting anyone else, and same for anyone else in the community, like vaping, for instance, is a liberty that made me stand up from being very, very much a hermit yeah. to stepping out and fighting for it because I just has, like, they put one too many, uh, you know, bales of straw on top of my back to, that just pushed me over the edge, and I just had to fight back. Yeah. And it's just... They they can only poke the bear so many times until the bear. Exactly. Out, you know I mean, I mean? dealt with a lot, but this one here hit me close to home. It had actually become a big part of my life. It had been something that had saved my life in a lot of ways and a lot of my depression and anxieties. And it was, there was nothing. It made no sense. And it was pushing people to die. You know, they're literally trying to sentence people to a agonizing, painful, cancerous death potential. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I've had lots of family members die from lung cancer and other yeah. cancers, but I watched my grandma. Cancer. I helped my grandma. I watched my grandmother die of lung cancer, small cell lung cancer. And it's just, you don't wish that on your worst enemy. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I'm the kind of person that holds grudges. Yeah. I'll, I'll say it. And like, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. I wouldn't. My cousin died literally this, this winter because of lung cancer. Yeah. And he had actually told me when the last time I talked to him on the phone that he wished he'd found vaping. He said he didn't get a chance to try it until recent, just toward, toward the end because he was trying to see if he could do it. And he goes, but now at that point, he knew he was going to die anyway. So like, like, you know, I would like to do try this, but I don't see the point. So he just didn't. Like my grandmother <laughs> smoked until the day she passed. Like she was, because she had um, Alzheimer's too. So she'd be like in her other room with her oxygen mask on, smoking, smoke with her oxygen thing on her nose, smoking away. Like, hey, how's it going? 
We're like, Meme, you can't do that. Like, you got to tell us if you're going to smoke a cigarette so we can take the oxygen off, turn the oxygen off. You know what I mean? Like, all that other stuff. Like, you have, the doctor said you have months to live. Like, we're going to let you smoke. Like, we're not going to tell you no. Like, you've been smoking for 50 years. You know what I mean? Cassie's uncle, I actually was in the hospital the day he passed. Um, I'm actually there when he woke up because he had he'd taken a long nap and wasn't doing well toward the end. And then he wound up passing. Out. I had to get a hold of everybody. It left me and me there, basically me, me and Cassie there alone. Well, they all left. The family left to go and get some food and stuff. And he woke up right afterwards and it's like, okay, I hardly know him. <laughs> but what, the last thing he did before he went in is he smoked with his oxygen mask and it inhaled fire and messed up his whole throat and everything. But that was after he found out his cancer was back in his lungs and he was not going to get, a, uh, get the lung transplant because of that, because of the cancer being back. So he didn't have a chance. He knew it. So he was ready. But at the same time, I mean, he literally, that was such a bad addiction that he actually inhaled, you know, with the oxygen on and went up inhaling fire down his throat. Jesus. See, like, and that's, that, that's the thing. Like addiction takes us to addiction to nicotine takes us to those places that we would like be on a, and I'm not, I'm not talking about her uncle. You said, yeah, I'm not talking about her uncle in any Ill, Ill way. I I'm not like, it would take us to those, to that place of he's, he has his oxygen on smoking a cigarette and flames going down his throat because he's addicted to that. So he's addicted to the nicotine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's the it, same thing with like people that pick, crazy. Up, pick up, like right now would be a bad time for this, but people that pick up the butts offside the road because they just need that nicotine fix so bad. Right now you could pick up it and you could literally giving yourself a death sentence instantly. I'm I've seen people, like I've seen people go at like at the supermarket, like Shaw's or Star Market yep, or, stop or, shop or something. Like and they'll, they'll, they'll walk from their car to the, to the door and they'll take two or three holes of a cigarette and put it out in like the rocks homeless people will walk by and take that half a cigarette out and smoke it. Like I've yeah. seen people do that. I've done that when I was homeless, like a homeless, no cigarettes. I used to take the, like I, I, I did it in a more, more way that I wasn't like smoking their cigarette. I would undo like undo the cigarette and put it on a wrapping, put it on a roll, a rolling paper and do it like that. But like, <laughs> it wasn't, you know what I mean? Oh, that's the other that's thing. My I, I've seen, my mother used to do that. Sometimes we ran out of cigarettes. She'd take rolling papers and just, you know, make a cigarette out of like whatever butts she had left. I've seen her do that before. So she didn't burn to the paper, burn to the uh, filter, but she'd remake and take that little bit of everything and make another pack after they saved them up. Yeah. It's just. And I think the reason that one of the reasons vaping is actually more um, effective than smoke, than smoke, uh, stopping smoking is the habit. You still have something in your hand. You're still got that habit of picking it up to your mouth. It's still got that physical habit as well as the the nicotine habit. And I think that's why it's more effective than the other nicotines. Plus the way it comes into your body. You think about it. You get nicotine gum. You get a punch of nicotine, and it tastes like crap. But and a punch of nicotine in your mouth instantly in your body, and it wears off just as fast. Whereas like a cigarette, you can kind of control it as how you burn it. Yep. And with vaping is even better. You can literally pick it up when you need it, put it down when you don't. I've seen people uh, like go through the ashtrays and like roll that little last, like I call it heroin hit of a cigarette and put yep. it in a, 
um, put it in like a tobacco pipe and just uh, smoke it out of there. I'm like, geez, how are you, how are you, like, what do you guys, why? Like, why would but you? But they need it. That's the thing. They need that feeling. Yeah. I mean, a lot of my family are chain smokers. It's a problem. And not to mention the cost of cigarettes. Yeah. Like I like, know New York, like New York has the highest, I think it's like what, 15 bucks for a pack of Newports now or something like that. It's ridiculous. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy. When I left Massachusetts, I wasn't, I wasn't vaping when I lived in Massachusetts cause I didn't know about it. I started vaping when I, when I moved to Maryland, um, a pack of cigarettes in Massachusetts was ten twenty-five, $10 and 25 cents for a pack of cigarettes. And people were still buying them. I used to work at a convenience store. And in you know how many, how many of my family smoke two, three packs a day? Yeah. So that's, so let's say they live in Massachusetts, that's $30 worth of cigarettes a day. Like a, that's a carton every three days. No. Yeah. So three And days. at one time, you know, you get away with that because cigarettes used to be cheap. But now yeah. with the taxes and stuff added, and the taxes are part of the blood money situation too. Right. And that's which, what they add on. They add on a tinfoil hat to see that. I mean, I, I know it's called tinfoil hat, but you see the states that get the most MSA money, the ones that are pushing the hardest. Yeah. The ones that are on the verge of bankruptcy can't pay back their uh, MSA like loans. And they're the ones that happen to be pushing this anti-vape thing so hard. That That's too much coincidence, I mean, to really not have some, you know, some truth to it. Are you pulling up a map? Yeah, I'm pulling up the MSA agreement. <laughs> yeah. Because I want to see. Uh, I mean, New York was li is literally on the verge of bankruptcy anyway, and then you add this to the top of it. Tobacco-free kids. Okay. We can put a tinfoil hat on. There's a couple of things I have heard lately and know about that really make me wonder. If you want to put your tinfoil hat on, we can do that. <laughs> I mean, we can put our tinfoil hat on. I don't mind. Well, think about this, this emergency like uh, unemployment that the government's sending out. They're paying some people more money than they would if they let them go to work. I understand paying them as much, but why are they paying them more? Doesn't that sound a little suspicious? It does. I mean, there's got to be some kind of agenda there to keep people home more than what we're knowing. It's not just, I don't, I don't buy into that because why would you, I could say paying equivalent amount but more money and that's after any taxes or anything would have been taken out trying to graph sorry i'm looking something out. i'm trying it's okay you got your octopus microphone there my octopus mic well i guess it's on the boom arm yeah <laughs> plus it's got I'm this weird to... thing on it like isn't that it's not got like a rubber band on it to keep it from shock well that's on on there that was on there when i bought it like that's uh it's just to hold it on there like you just squeeze these two things and then the mic just slides in um oh come on oh jesus all i want to find is that like no oh my god i can't find i'm it. gonna vape on the bad boy the bad boy who who makes the bad boy that's a y star product it's just, it's basically the same thing as ever the Y star, except for it's got bottom airflow similar to like the old, um, well, it's, it's a Kennedy style, but it's like more like, um, do you remember the Y star RDA that they had out? 
it had that like little, it looked like this and then you just dripped on it and it was blip. We got this Open one. Deck. Let me see. RDA, and as the other one, it has a weird octagon thing. They're almost identical. They vape yeah. almost the same. Yeah. I have I used to, That was one of my first RDAs. Was this that. is one that I won from the UK charity. It came with the, the quad flag. You, you won a lot of stuff from that charity, huh? I bet on a few things, like three or four. So That's what, how I so, got my uh, first thing of rescued liquid was through that. So tinfoil hat, what's your uh, take yeah. on um, that Kim Jong-un that might be dead? Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, <laughs> man, I, I kind of wonder because I can't trust anything that comes in that country. My personal theory, my best guess, this is obviously a guess, and it would be really cool if I was right on this, is that he's playing possum. Because yeah. he could pretend he's being his, something's wrong with him, and he likes to be a center of attention, so this would actually draw him in and too. But he could be playing possum, seeing if someone's going to try and take over because they're not going to want his sister to be in charge, and then hop up and he's fine. But you know, then he gets rid of any opposition he has in his country in the middle of this. And then again, maybe it's all true. Any part of it could be true. I mean, and I don't wish death on anybody, obviously. Um, he wasn't the really the healthiest person in the world. <laughs> so he didn't have healthy life habits. <laughs> yeah. He was eating too many. He was eating too many cat burgers as uh, I saw a meme on Facebook. Cause you know, everything on the internet's true. So <laughs> everything on the internet's true. So yeah. I mean, except it, for anything that says Cuomo's good. That's not yeah, true. I mean, it says fuck Cuomo. Fuck, uh, fuck Andrew Cuomo. Andy, you can go fuck yourself. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of curious about that. I would like to see how that plays out. I do find it interesting. It's a night, but does it feel like a distraction to you also? Yeah, like look what happened with the uh, like when was the last time we heard something about Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> like we haven't heard anything about him in a while because like no. did he really hang himself in a cell? No, we don't know. We have no idea. But like, uh, it does could it be. seem very likely that they might have just taken him out? Yes. Yeah, definitely. But who took him out? That's that. That's the that, that's, that's the question that the because question. there's a lot of different factors involved there. None of them would have wanted all the truth to come out. So, ironically, some of the truth did come out because of his death. So, <laughs> there's a couple of good. I mean, he was a dirtbag, yeah, but like some of the shit he did was like, wow, you are just you need to be like taken off back and shot like old yellow. <laughs> like pretty much it's just but i don't know it feels like a lot of distractions and stuff that don't make sense i try like, not to listen to the mainstream media about a lot of stuff because they're a bunch of lying cocksuckers anyway well we gotta go into the china thing i mean it it and there's a lot of this is coming out like it's real but then again i'm skeptical about any news whether or not it is pushed as real the only news i listen to is alex jones he is the news he is the truth no i'm kidding I'm okay. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, look what happened with uh, vape. Like, you can't trust the media. They can be bought and paid for by anybody. That's obvious now. Yeah. I mean, when Bloomberg threw all that money at it, look at how all the anti, I mean, all the major health organizations in the world turned against vaping overnight because Bloomberg threw out large amounts of money at them. And they went Billions of it. dollars. Here you go. Billions of dollars. And they flipped. I mean, when the American Heart Association went from pro-vaping to anti-vaping immediately upon receiving that money, that was so sad. It really was. That was one the one I actually was holding out on because 
I'd given up on, you know, some of the others, <laughs> but that one there, it actually, I, I was really sad to see them flip like that. It's like the lesser two. It's like the lesser, uh, it's like, they're all a bunch of crooks. They're all a bunch of liars. They're all a bunch of thieves. They all just want to see, they all lie until they all tell that they all tell you what you want to hear until they get in the office. And then they just, they either one don't show up to their job. Don't show up <laughs> to vote. You know what I mean? Or they just, do what they want to do Virginia. and collect a check. Huh? Yeah, Virginia. They literally took their MSA money supposed to be used for, and there's other states as well. That's just one that sticks in my mind. They took their money they're supposed to use to try and deter people from smoking to plant and grow more tobacco. Yeah. They literally bought and paid for more tobacco production with the money they're supposed to be used to stop it. There's no corruption. There. They're, one of the, they're one of the states that's like big on doing, big on making tobacco, right? Big on producing yeah, tobacco. But yeah. the but the point is, I mean, this they're getting paid blood money for people to die. Yeah. They literally know they're going to die, and to not stop it from happening, they're getting paid money to accept it, deal with the responsibilities of it, and to pretty much hide it from the media as best as possible. And then they take that money and they spend it to make more tobacco, to kill more people, to cause more issues. Now, I mean, now when they got when somebody when somebody asked them about it, did they lie? No, they didn't. Or lie. Did they tell the truth and say, "Yeah, we used the MSA blood money to." No, they didn't obviously say blood. Well, money. they don't call it the blood money, but. right? No, we call it the blood money. But did, when they said we used the MSA funding uh, money, they, they it's all documented. So they, they actually, I don't think anybody was willing to give an interview on that. I think it was just because of the documentation. Yeah, because what, what are they going to say? Like, oh yeah, we put the money that we got from the tobacco settlement back into the back into making tobacco to kill people. Yeah, I can't say I mean, that. That's just, and it's not the only state. That's just the one that sticks in my head the most because that's the one that surprised me the most. Maybe, probably, probably. I'm, I'm just guessing. I'm, I mean, don't quote me on this. Probably North Carolina, South Carolina. It wouldn't surprise me. I don't. It wouldn't surprise exactly me because they, they, they're big on tobacco. Makers, like so. the bigger tobacco producing states actually use money to make more tobacco to create more cancer to create more blood money for the state. So it's just like a revolving door, like hey. Yeah, it's a revolving door of making money off people dying. Yeah, literally. Like. So these are the state. I mean, and these are the. This is the mentality that's pushing for these people to kill vaping because it's actually killing the cigarette industry, and people are living longer. And you think about that too. You got people living longer. Isn't that going to affect like social security? You're going to have more people alive longer. You're going to have to pay for their health care longer. You're going to have, they, I, I think it all ties together. In the end, they just don't want this population control on a very terrible, evil level. Yeah. Because, like, I've, um, like, we, we were talking about, about, about it last night. I've, since I've started vaping, my diabetes has gotten better. My asthma has gotten better. My neuropathy has gotten better. Every health ailment I have has gotten better. So, like, that is less money that's going to me going to the hospital. That's less money that's me going to getting admitted to the hospital. That's less money that I get for my prescriptions because I'm not on those prescriptions for those, for those, for those drugs. So what I mean, they're getting less money and less money because of vaping. You know what I mean? Because I, and then, because and, I, and vape. on top of it, you might live to get your social security now instead of dying early. Right. And that means more money they're going to have to pay for health insurance. It's more money they're going to have to pay for you to have your social security check. Yep. I mean, 
in the end, I mean, people, I mean, I haven't heard much about the social security thought process, but I'm thinking of it because it's in my head. My mind thinks I don't stop when I start thinking, I just keep going. Right. And I'm thinking and branching out in my head and yeah, there's less people going to have that. I mean, that's money out of the state and out of the federal government. Every single person who lives to be of age to retire is a drain on their monies. And it's just, they don't, I think the, I think the government's mad because they can't, uh, they don't have their thumb underneath us. You know what I mean? Like they, they want to have off the, their thumb underneath us. They want to regulate it. And it like, cause they're like, who, Oh, I forget who said it. It was on an interview. I think it was, I mean, it's CNN. Like who listens to CNN, but I don't think anybody does. Do you? Not since, uh, I think the last time I really watched CNN was back in the Gulf war. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we went to the auditorium and actually watched CNN all day long, every day for school. That's all it was. Yeah, during the Gulf War. Well, it was like four days, five days, whatever it was. It wasn't very long. But no, and then you got Trump. He's <laughs> Trump. I mean, he's exactly one of the strangest, most unorthodox people ever. To hold any office, Kim uh, Kim Jong Un, Kim Jong Un, or whatever his name is, yeah. is excluded because he's pretty out there. Um, well, for instance, think of the things he's done when he's in office that prove that he's different than other presidents. How many years have been trying to make a truce? You know, since Vietnam, from North and South Korea. Oh, that was Vietnam. He did it. Sixty-eight. He did it, and they did it in like no time. And I didn't, nobody would have expected that. He stuck up for almost all his campaign's promises, almost to a T as best he could. You and I were both in D.C., so we know that that was monumental. Having him fly over, over us, see us, yeah. and then stop everything and reevaluate and not just go through with it. What other president do you know that would have ever done that? No, no, that no, I'm not going to think of. And, like, he like, – he, after i think that opened his eyes like wow these people these are my like i think he thought like these are my votes like these are the people that are going to vote for me i don't think it's just votes i have an opinion on this and this is just my opinion i think it's he's got that movie star like feeling to him he likes his shows he likes people like him yeah even if they hate him he wants them to like him hate him is that if that makes sense in his eyes he didn't want to be the martyr and the killer of this thing and have that be his line in history, you know, written in line that he created, he demonized something that was actually saving lives. He wanted to make sure he wasn't doing that. Cause if he did that and it turned out later and they flipped it, then that would be in history that he did one of the dumbest things that Cuomo's trying to do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I, but I think Cuomo will forever be remembered in the vape world for what he's doing is no question. Oh, absolutely. If he becomes president, Trump cares about that image to some degree. He doesn't, I mean, he'll go to a point where he looks stupid and he doesn't care. But when it comes to looking like he's actually killing people, I think that's where he draws a line. I think that's what got through to him that day. That's my opinion. Yeah. What do you think about um, Biden picking the governor of Michigan? Well, no, it's not confirmed yet but everybody's saying that he she, he might pick the governor of michigan as his uh 
vice president. What do you think about that? Because Biden's not big on vaping either. No, I, I mean, I you just said Biden, he lost me. I don't really care who is as a running mate. I don't want him anywhere near that Oval Office. Yeah, I don't either. It's just I, I've been watching the candidates. I went to a Bernie rally at my daughter's school just to check him out and see what he had to say about vaping. He actually never answered. I even did an interview for ABC News while I was there um, on their ABC News Live. Yeah, and. I was asked about that and it's like, I'm not here for that. I'm here to see where his stance is on vaping. The rest of it, if it's extreme, I didn't think it would wind up having anything, but if he actually turned out to be pro vaping, he would be a potential candidate. And he kind of lost me assault weapons because he doesn't even know what an assault weapon is. He's described them while he was in that meeting and while he's in that, at that. And it's like to him, a, a hunting rifle is an assault rifle. I'm sorry, but I mean, I'm not, saying I'm not going to get into pro or anti-gun here too much. I mean, yes, I have guns, but if someone doesn't want to have guns, I think that should be their choice. Right. If someone wants to have guns, I think they should have their choice. I mean, within a, with exceptions of like criminals or, you know, like that, if you can possibly get them away from them. But if you take away all the guns, the only people uh, from the law-abiding citizens, the only ones that have them are the, the people that don't care about the law. And that's where you run into problems you're going to have people being murdered and stuff because they have no way to defend themselves. Yeah. I think that they, I think just like you said, I think people, if they don't want guns, they should, they don't, they should have guns. If they want guns, they should be able to have guns because it's your right to have a gun. You know what I mean? Pro choice. I think it should be, like I said, leave me to live my life. That's what I mean. The don't try to me. Let me live my life. You live yours. I don't have a problem with something like that. I don't have a problem with someone smoking if they choose it. I'd prefer that they vape because I'd prefer they be healthier. And, you know, but if they choose smoking and they want to anyway, that should be their choice. If they want to drink themselves to death, like some of the bad alcoholics, whatever. I mean, when it comes into hard drugs, that's a little different because a lot of times there's a fine line there because kids can get involved. That's where I... I mean, when other people can be affected by it badly, same with the drinking or uh, smoking as well. I mean, I kind of, I can understand trying to get involved in some of that. Right. But I think that when you start telling people they can't have this right, it's not their right or liberty to do it. Right. It's bold. Like, like with mean, women and abortions, like it should be their right to have the kid or not have the kid. Like, yeah. do, do I believe in do it? I agree with it. I don't like the idea. Right. I don't like the idea either, but it's not my decision to make on whether that woman over there should keep the kid or not to keep the child or not keep the child. You know what I mean? It's up well, to the her. Minuteman and her stuff, the reason they came up with that slogan was because they were leaving a tyrannical, tyrannical government to get away from that control. That's what America is. Yep. So why are we letting our government take away our freedom and acting like sheep? And I'm sorry, but since this started with the whole vaping community thing, I've noticed we have a large, large amount of numbers, but we have very few numbers that actually stand up. That's the only reason I stepped forward. You know how many Twitter followers I had back last October? How many? Two. Yeah. My daughter and Cassie. And how many do you have now? About 700. There you go. Um, What's your Twitter handle so everybody can follow you? An advocate for liberty. There you go. Real easy. There you go. Real easy. <laughs> yeah. Real easy. Um, but that's, uh, 
you know, and it's just trying and I've been focused mostly up until the pandemic and now I'm trying to go a little bit of the mental health issues and trying to help people as best I can there. Um, but mostly it's focused on vaping right now as a liberty, but I don't want to stop there with that. That's my whole purpose. Yeah. I want to go beyond that. I want, to, I want vaping to be not an issue anymore so I can focus on the, some of the other liberties that we're getting squashed and stepped on. Gun rights is part of that, whether or not you can have them or not. And there is a level of ridiculousness to it where, you, I mean, I can agree with permits, but that's my personal opinion, but I still don't agree with the government. So it's kind of, that I want that debate. I don't want to be right or wrong with that. I want people to be able to make their own choices and maybe try to sway my mind if I don't agree with you on something. I'm good with that. I love that debate. If you can sway my mind, great. Yeah. Um, there's also many liberties out there that we have crushed every day and we don't even pay attention. The only reason I noticed vape and stood up for it so much is because it directly affected me. If I didn't vape, I might not have even cared. And that scares me too because that could save my family members' lives. I wasn't smoking, but they did. I mean, they t taking that away by not knowing what it was is a terrible thing. It can destroy lives, not just the people that die. The family is left behind. My cousin had uh, two kids and a wife he left behind. She didn't work. She never worked a day in her life. I mean, you think about that, leaving behind a person with a house, bills, and two kids and no, no income. Yeah. It doesn't just affect the one person. It affects your friends and family as well. Yeah. It does. And people don't, like, I, I like, People, like when people ask me about the death penalty, people are like, oh, well, that person killed another person. So that person deserves to die because he killed another person. You know what I mean? Like, do I agree with the death penalty? Some cases. If it's, if it's, see, that's see, it. so see, many like, times it comes back to the fact that, you know, people spend life imprisonment and they find out later they were innocent. Somehow something right. happened. Death penalty game same way, but what are you going to do? Resurrect them? You can't. Right, exactly. Like, oh, so you killed an innocent person. So you just ruined somebody's life and that family's life. family's lives, everybody who knows him's lives, all because you killed the wrong person. Yep. I mean, in some cases, they find out later that, you know, it was accidental or there was something that happened that or was really had nothing to do with it. Or something, it anything. It may not have even been a murder. Sometimes things look like a murder or not, and it happens later, they find out. But no yeah. one even bothers looking into the death penalty ones because what are you going to do, bring him back? Right. Bring him or her back? You can't. So, I mean, if you could 100%, without a doubt, say this person did this and know for a fact, 100%, that there wasn't someone lying, there wasn't some, uh, it was cut and dry, like say someone Brain, walked in. Oops, we fucked up Brain, the DNA. Oops, yeah, whatever. Like, I mean, I don't want to get into movie theater theories, but what if he just looks like someone else? Yeah, you can't even go by the fact you saw him there. What if? I mean, everybody has. I I I've been told there's been people that look like me out there that I've never met them. Thank God, but <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Yeah, yeah. No, that's terrible. It is. One of me is enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's one. But no, I mean, you can't even go by it looked like him because it could be someone looked like him. So, and DNA evidence isn't 100%. 
And what if they happen to have been at the same time? There's a possibility DNA evidence could either be planted, could be false, yeah. or maybe he happened to have been there at the right wrong time, wrong place, and left DNA evidence not knowing that this was going to happen. Right. You know, I, I don't know. I have, I have, I'm torn on that because I, at the same time, if I knew someone actually did it, like if you saw them kill them, kill somebody or murder somebody or rape or something like that, yeah. And you literally grabbed that person and took him over right directly, not not never let him out of your sight and take him and hang him in the, hang him on the street. Yeah. I'm good with that. That's fine with me. But yeah. beyond that, it's skepticism. I mean, it's not a something you could fix. Like for example, like Timothy McVeigh, do you think they should have put him to death? You know who that is, See, right? I don't know about that because there, I mean did he admit it? I can't remember. I don't remember. We look and up. even admitting it, you know, sometimes it's persuaded. So then you still can't even go there. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's still one of those situations where that seems a little bizarre that one guy could pull all that off. Doesn't it? Same. Right. Well, that's another tinfoil hatty time. One guy pulling all that off just for being angry. However, if he did pull that off, that guy's scary. So that'd be a different situation too. Well, it says right here that Timothy McVeigh's lawyer said his statement was a non-confession. If it's a non-confession, then I would not say death penalty, life imprisonment for that same reason, because there's so many. And then another pl another place says, Timothy McVeigh says, papers show McVeigh can McVeigh confessed. So, yeah, we're never going to know because he's obviously not here today because he got executed. So, exactly. And worse yet is it's going to be like every other conspiracy theory in the past. Is it real? Is it not? Yeah. Is this really what happened? It's like who killed Kennedy? Yeah. Who, killed, who killed Kennedy? Who killed, who, um, who killed who Robert killed Kennedy? Huh? Who killed Lincoln? You can't, I mean, they, they say it's Booth. Do we know? Do we know beyond a shadow of a doubt it was actually Booth and someone else didn't do it? Right. I mean, he made some enemies during the war. Yeah. I mean, he emancipated all those slaves. And I mean, I'm not racist. I'm just stating facts. He emancipated all those slaves. And there was a lot of people that were losing a lot of money back then because slaves were, were sold for it's money. It's not just that. Either. The, a lot of the North wasn't really behind him as much as it seemed. Because right. he cost them so much money to fight that war against slavery, and they could care less. Yeah, I I love history. We should have we should do a history episode one day because I love history. Um, I like parts of history, like yeah, this exactly. type of history. Like parts this of history. parts of history where you you kind of wonder about it. It's like, did Hitler really die? Did Hitler really shoot himself? Right. Exactly. This was is Hitler, still debate to this day. Was Hitler gay? Because everybody says he's gay, and everybody was, or he was homosexual, and he was a he was a. Uh, he was a morphine and, addict and, and the, all this yeah, other stuff. The whole dirty Sanchez thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the old, uh, swiping the, the ball back across. I don't the know. Piece. I mean, is it, <laughs> it's, you ever watch uh, drunk history on comedy central? Yeah. I've watched a couple episodes. <laughs> That's a good show. <laughs> is it? I'll have to catch it again. I mean, I, I watched it a couple of years ago when it was on, uh, I haven't watched it in a while, but, it got more refined as it went on. I saw some of the later episodes and it's, it's interesting, but they go into things like that. It's like, 
there's questionable such situations there that you think, hmm. It's like when I was telling you about that 10-part series. Some things don't add up. This thing's about 9-11 that don't add up. Yeah, and it's like, like, like uh, what's his name talks about it? Not Alex Jones, um, the other guy. Explain to me how they found an ID on the ground in that rubble. One little ID piece that hadn't burned up somehow from the plane that went all the way inside. Even with it going all the way inside, how did that make it out of there without burning up the idea of one of the terrorists? Right, exactly. They were saying Clinton knew about 9-11 before it even happened. They, they, they knew that yeah, they something was going to the happen. Day. They didn't know it was going to be 9-11 on 9-11. They didn't know the date, but they had had the threats and stuff, and they didn't. Yeah, know. and they didn't do anything about it. Like, And they said that that was a cover-up for everything when um, Donald Rumsfeld did all that money for the treasury and oh where'd that money go you know what i mean like well, here's the other thing i mean was it a cover-up for the buildings did they need those buildings to come down for a reason because did you see how those buildings came down yeah that looked it like came something down like that straight down like you know somebody like wired that thing up for demolition yeah and that seems a little bizarre for getting hit by two two planes plus you have these people dry, that learned how to fly crop dusting planes and they can fly, fly a 747 into a building? Not to fly it into, a, into buildings? Yeah, come on. There's not enough wreckage like in one of the other one that tried to hit the Pentagon. There wasn't enough wreckage there to show a whole plane. Like, where was the rest of the plane? There was and nobody pieces. heard it? And nobody heard it. Because it was low as hell. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, come on. hear it. Come on. Come on. Well, not I, I don't know. I mean, these. I know mean, this is getting down the tinfoil hat line. Yeah, but, and I'm not trying to be like I'm one wondering, of those crazy friggin' people on the grassy knoll handing out pamphlets. But like, come on, come on, come on. We're not. But there's something on. not right. It never felt right. Yeah, it, it always felt wrong to me. And I hadn't thought about that whole march thing. I always thought, well, what? What? I didn't. I don't even know what the point of the march was there that they did out to South America, Central America, yeah. whatever Central America march. With that, all the refugees, and I have—I don't remember that what that was even over. But then at the end, they start showing footage of that in that video, and it's like, you know, you're right. I, I, that doesn't make any sense. These people are walking 45 miles a day. They look perfectly healthy. They've been walking for like 10 days at 45. They've been walking 45, 45, uh, 450, 600 miles on their feet in flip-flops and sandals, and they're clean. They're walking in dirt. They're well-fed. Where are they getting the food? This doesn't make sense. Right. And those are just a couple of them, but it's just, I mean, they, from what I was told from the others that watched the whole thing and my other show I'm on, they went through it and they watched all the shows, all the, all the videos. And it gets a little bit sketchy on the Kennedy's being, I mean, you know, Kennedy's son being still alive for starters. Right. Uh, because there's a picture, every picture of every Trump rally ever, there's someone that looks like him in the crowd. Is it really? Yeah, they were friends as kids. Trump and JFK Jr.? Yep, JFK Jr. I mean, it goes into that. Now, that's where I wonder, I mean, is that going too far with a conspiracy theory tin hat? I mean, that's where where I'm kind of like, there's things that don't make sense, and then there's things that seem like it's a little stretchy. But is it true? I don't know. So I'm kind of like one of those. I, I'm not like into the thing, but I do think about it sometimes when things just don't quite add up. It, it's like, it doesn't make sense. Something's off, but. 
is it possible that they flew you know those planes into it just randomly like that and it happened the chances are slim but i suppose it's a one in a well, all i know is i try to take a lighter on the fucking airplane on, on an airplane and they would fucking tell me to throw it away and how these how these motherfuckers got a box car on there beyond me like you know what i mean i don't know how, how, how they how brought they, that on. I, I can't get over how they managed to it's the the one that bugs me the most is finding an id like you saw that rubble people were dying just from breathing in so much rubble yeah and they managed to find an id somewhere on a street somehow randomly that didn't burn up in the plane that doesn't make sense that that one that one definitely is way beyond makes sense yeah that, I mean, I don't know if they did it just to make closure quicker of the whole situation or not. That's possible. Maybe I, but I don't think they really found an ID. I don't. I don't believe that. We'll have to look into it. We can talk about that on our next show. We've been going. Uh, yeah, right sorry. Now. It's I really easy to get down that rabbit hole. No, I know. We, we, we can talk about that on our next show because uh, my time is up. So thank you for is joining us. Huh? Yeah. Wow. It went by quick, huh? We just got on the groove. Did, and, did. I, I, and I was worried about it not last. We just got in the. Yeah, I was worried about it too. We just got in the groove and started doing it. So, uh, thank you guys for joining us. We'll catch you on the next show. Yep, and catch Mod- modified liberties on uh, Saturday nights at midnight uh, Eastern time, um, twelve p.m. Um, Australian time. At least it's most time. I don't know exactly what that is. Yeah. You want to give everybody a Twitter or anything again? Um, Twitter, yeah, an advocate for liberty, liberty on Twitter. Um, follow me if you want a little bit. I try to put as much vape news as I know on there as quick as I know it. Um, once in a while, it's a little ad lib of something. I try to get people to interact a little bit. doesn't usually work too well, but lately I've been trying to figure out what everybody's been doing, see if maybe people could help each other out and connect the community. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Chris7Storm. Uh, you can hear me on the Wolf Bite Thursdays at five Eastern Standard Time. Um, I don't know. That's that's about it, guys. Everybody have a good week. We'll see you next week.